Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Want to know what it's like to become an Alice Lane Insider? Our insiders get exclusive discounts and offers. They find out about restocked or new items first. They have early access to shop our sales and receive Dear Alice podcast updates and special tips from Jess. Plus, you'll receive a birthday gift each year and so much more. We love our insider community and we're welcoming more with open arms. Uh, To join the insiders, go to alicelanehome.com, scroll down to the bottom and sign up. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we are talking about gallery walls. Yes, ma'am. We have been asked this question again and again and again in DMs, on Instagram, in our listener questions, and we're like, let's give the people what they want. Yep. So today, we are going to talk about how we do it. It's a game of Tetris. It is. A visual game of Tetris. And memory collecting. I think that's why it connects to so many people because they have these memories that they want to display, but how do you do it? Yes. So gallery wall is a great solution for we that. We should also talk about where to do it. Yeah. Because like you that. don't want a gallery wall on your entry. No. So we'll talk Bites about predators. where to do it and how to do it. <laughs> totally. How we do it. Yes. Yes. Okay. But first we have a quick word from our sponsor. Yes. Our sponsor, Etitude. It's one of our favorite new sheeting brands and it's time to move on to something cleaner, which is what they're all about. They're softer and better for the environment, and it doesn't have to cost a fortune. Introducing Etitude Bamboo Sheets, because bamboo is better in bed. And right now, you can get 20% off your order, plus free shipping when you visit Etitude.com slash Dear Alice, spelled Etitude, that's E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash Dear Alice. This is Etitude's best offer, but don't wait, it's only for a limited time. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash Dear Alice. Awesome. Thanks, Sue. And thanks, Attitude. Okay. First question we have is from one of our listeners and they say, do you have any tried and true tips on how to hang art on walls? I have the hardest time getting my art to line up. Oh man. An art hanger. (laughs) I'm just kidding. A professional (laughs) art installer. Oh shoot. Truly though. Like I I feel like our, our, our delivery guys they've saved marriages because uh-huh. sometimes when you ask your husband or significant other to hang art, it just ends up in a hot heated argument. Yeah. So they have tools, they have laser absolutely. levelers, they've got all sorts of things that they use Experience. to get it right. That's awesome. Experience. Yeah. yeah. There's just something if you just don't know and the, until you've done it a bunch. And mm-hmm. I think that's uh, definitely hanging art falls in that. So, yeah. yeah. And I also want to say that, Probably using, um, if you have the double D rings, the D rings on the back on each side of the frame, if you connect those with a wire, the wire is when you see tippy art because yep. it's kind of strung between these two. But if you will um, use a nail behind each of the D rings, then it can't tip. It's, yeah. you know, as long as you laser level it and really get those level from the floor, then you're always going to be straight. Yeah. And it'll stay closer to the wall too. Yeah. Yes. So it won't be like kind of, hanging look like hanging off of the wall yeah Yeah, good point it's harder to do takes more patience and more math but Mm -hmm. you'll never have to change it again unless you want to yeah my husband he does like screws for everything like anchor screws because he's just like so like a like a molly yeah or just like an actual like anchor and screw and anyway like drill bits and everything just Mm -hmm. so that it's absolutely like secure so that our kids don't like pull in a corner and it yanks out a nail from the drywall. And yep. anyway, so that's a super secure way to do it with like the D rings and that sucker's not going to move. Um, you will have to 
make sure you have a level, but then also look at when you're hanging a piece of art because not always is your ceiling or whatever comparable like line you're looking at your art next to, not always is that going to be straight and that your eye is going to be your biggest truth finder. Yes. Honestly. Nothing is plumb level or square. (laughs) Our houses settle and what's that? That's what I was going to say. If you want to like, you know, 58 inches off of the floor, Mm Don't mark 58 inches from both sides. Oh. Mark one mark and then level off of that exactly. mark. Because Ooh, if you, because your floor won't be uh-huh. yeah, level from side to side. Yeah. And we've occasionally Perfect. even had like delivery guys be like, it's leveled. I'm like, it's not on my eye. Like you, mm-hmm. right needs to come down a little bit. Like just mm-hmm. eighth inch. The tricky part about that too, is yeah. sometimes like, let's say it's closer to the ceiling. You're getting to the top of your gallery wall. Your ceiling may not be level. So although like your art, maybe like your ceiling, maybe kind of, you know, does maybe one of those. And so it looks like it's not level because it's not like adjacently lining up to the ceiling. Yeah. Does that make sense? So that's something you have to figure as well. Yeah. But also like see if your eyes probably going to catch the two pieces that are most contrasting. So if it's on a gallery wall and it's next to another frame and those two pieces are dark, you're probably going to see the difference in distance mm-hmm. between your art. Does yeah. that make sense also? Anyway, so there's lots of things to consider, obviously when doing a gallery wall and to pay attention, but I think just doing it, not being impatient with it. Like, like Jess said, the D rings will take longer, but it will also avoid shifting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't yeah. be straightening it all the time either. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's like a gallery tack too that you can put on the bottom corners once you get it right there and then just like push, the, put some of that on the two bottom corners mm-hmm. and push it against the wall. And that will help. Cause again, kids running through hallways, those things that'll shift them every time and it'll drive you crazy. Yep. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Pro tips. Okay. So I think that answers the first question. I, and just one more thing. If yeah. it is on a wire or if it is on like the little claw teeth, like mm-hmm. your frame. Yes. Anyway, we just always use the art hangers. That's yeah. just like the little gold. <laughs> Yeah, Oak the hook. Ones. Yeah, the little oh, hook. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You can buy yeah. it on the Amazon, and it's the a Amazon. little tiny pin nail, <laughs> and it has a little hook that comes up. Or if it's going to be like supporting twenty five or fifty pounds, it might have two hooks yep. coming off the little pin nail. And when yep. you pull them out, like if it's in grass cloth, you can almost just like wiggle over the grass cloth mm-hmm. and hide the little tiny hole. Mm-hmm. This is different than that screw that you're talking about, Sue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's nice because it's engineered to hold a lot of weight. Yeah. And it leaves a teeny tiny hole. If you're one to make change, some people yeah. never want to change things up. So it's, they're really easy to put in and they can go straight into drywall. You don't need any sort yeah. of mo- uh, molly anchor. or yeah, anchor or anything. Yeah. Or um, So yeah. I, and just like Jess said, make sure you get the proper like weight. Um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking for? Just thinking of, um, yeah, that you know you, what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you, you get the proper <laughs> yeah. hook for the weight of a piece of art that you're hanging. Yeah. yeah. So some are only like 20 pounds, some are like 75 pounds. So awesome. Yeah. And if it's a really heavy piece of art, we had one piece last week that we were hanging and it it should have been into a stud anyway. It fell. And anyway, just make sure you have the right weight distribution. Yep. yep. So mm, yes. We all we all struggle sometimes with hanging art. So know that you're not alone. Be patient with yourself and get so, good hardware. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I've I have one question, but I'm going to ask two questions to help answer the whole thing. So the first one is a listener question, and they say, "Is there a rule for mixing and matching in a gallery wall?" And then the other one was um, to have a wall in mind. 
because you're going to want to not only mix and match, but know where you're mixing and matching. Cause then you're going to want to understand also the quantity as well as the size of pieces. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, we've done gallery walls in stairwells, mm-hmm. hallways, um, on a stair wall. Um, you know how like going up the stairs, the wall kind of makes a triangle in shape, the sheetrock portion down below. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful gallery wall that was just installed on yeah. one of those yeah. where um, the gallery kind of graduated in height to fulfill that triangular shape, smaller pieces on that one. I think one of my favorites was one that we did in the sugar house yes. in that stairwell. Yeah. And I think um, also adding interesting objects to mm-hmm. a gallery wall. Um, you can use things like postcards, guitars, um, she put an antique mirror in the mix, which I think is kind of fun because then it's like you include yourself in the gallery when you're looking in the mirror and like you're a part of that story. And it's so glossy and reflective where sometimes you just see glared glass, yes, you know, yeah, on those angles. So I love that. And I it's it's usually like a beautiful um, frame. It can be an oval or something like that, which is also a nice rest from all the hard angles. Yeah. So I think that's fun. I think beautiful gallery walls are like a lot of different shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. But it can't be a lot of little ones because then it turns to be um, just kind of wiggly. Macaroni and cheese, yeah. It's yeah, not good. And, it's just a lot. And I feel like too with like the pieces of art that like that client mm-hmm. collected, like we grew them with matting. You know, some of them, like if they're special, we like made them small. But I think usually if it is small, you're going to grow it with matting so that it doesn't get too little and choppy. Yeah. Like what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. So is there a rule for mixing and matching? Back to the first question. I think for subject, I think the most successful gallery walls, um, there is like a common a common theme. Like Usually, for the art itself or are you talking I'm about talking, frame? I'm talking yeah. about for the art. Like you can, if you're a really organized person, you have a series. We did one in a bathroom and it was a series of all these gray Malin photographs. Those ones were an organized, you know, grid of a gallery all the same frame because they were all similar subjects, similar matting sizes that made a lot of sense. But when you're talking about a gallery wall of trying to like put your collections or these candid moments of your children and, and those things, I, I don't want to see, you know, necessarily like George Washington within a picture of your daughter with a picture, you know, and like a painting and yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so it has to have some common thread. I think so. Or just like have the majority of it have a common thread. Like if it is something you're trying to do, like a family gallery and there's photos of like grandparents, you as younger, you know, just like mm-hmm. this collection, um, you can have just that, but then also have objects like Jess was talking about, have a mirror in there, have, and, and it's okay if you're, and I would say on the framing, I can think that kind of depends on the type of person that you are. You know, a lot of times like for the art, we'll frame it for the art mm. in just a gracious enough way that it's not, that it can get along in a gallery. But does that, does that yeah. kind of make sense? Yeah. Okay. What would you say are like the don'ts? Like do not do. What Jess said for sure, do too, too small. small. Yeah. We, that's the biggest offense. We did one at the request of a client and the whole wall just looks nervous. Like a bunch of postage stamps. There's just too much. There's no matting. It's just like oh. photographs in smaller frames. Mm-hmm. And um, they're pretty ornate frames and it's just a garage sale. It's just 
too much. Would you say if you're good, if you were going to do like a five by seven or eight by ten, like just to put a big mat on it for sure? Grow it. Yeah. I, for me, I think that's you know like one of my favorite things in a gallery wall is yeah. when there's mats like around everything. Mm-hmm. The frames don't necessarily need to be uniform, and then I also like different depths on the frame. Me too. So like for me, the saddest thing a gallery wall could be would be the exact same frame. Um, you know, like yeah. it would look like you got it from Prince plus or yeah. something like that. Cause they're and not going to be thick. Mm. No, they're yeah. not thick. So I think you've got to get a lot of depth in those frames and you can mix between finishes, right? You yeah. can have golds and silvers in the mix and blacks, you know, neutral ones. But you, I do think mats kind of help present the piece it. and make it feel more valuable. And then the thickness of the frame. That's even value. just like the linen liners. If you're talking originals. Oh yeah. I love I the I think it's really, fillet. really lovely. Yes. Yeah. Good call. When you say depth, you're talking about like the, uh, the height of the frame from the wall to the oh, okay. like front. Okay. Yeah. I think the a frame. really good one is, um, the Tahoe tree house. They have I some really beautiful, um, pictures with a thick profile, Mm. the frames themselves and they project or they hang off the wall in such a beautiful way. And then there's like less, um, less step deep frames on the wall. So gives us dimension. Yeah. Mm. So not only is the, the gallery wall, um, varied in, you know, different heights and stuff, but also the different depths. Mm. So the collection looks really rich and really beautifully acquired over time. That's the look, right? That's yeah. the idea behind the so. gallery wall is we we're collectors. We've collected this over time and now we're putting it all together. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I think my mom had probably one of the first gallery walls I've seen in a hallway going back to her bedroom where it's like pictures of all of her kids, all of their wedding pictures and yeah just different events in their life. And my mom does everything XL. So her, her picture size is always a 30 by 32 and then she mats it and frames it, but she does have a few eight by tens in the mix. So, um, anyway, I think it's fun for all of us to go back toward their room and just stand there in the hall and look at, or show our kids, Oh my gosh, that was dad and I on our wedding day or, Mm This was, you know, this was then. I know you guys did a really special one in a vestibule going into kids' bedrooms in oh, a private yeah. home we did. Yeah, it was a private home. And and she had one in her master bedroom. They all had little vestibules in, before each of their bedrooms, which was a really lovely idea to kind of welcome you in and introduce who lives there, right? And so they had one like for her and her husband and their travels and they had paintings and, and pictures and candid moments that were really special and beautiful that have inspired their whole life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they gave the same opportunity to their children in these vestibules to say like, okay, you know, that little teeny, that little tea set you got in Mexico that was hand painted, like let's frame some of those things. And so we took things that were special to them that we thought would be long lasting mm-hmm. And those are the things we had framed. And I don't know, it kind of gives you that original feeling. I I would say also another thing in gallery walls is that if you just have pictures, there ends up being a lot of glare. Usually galleries are on in hallways and things like that. And if everything is a print or a piece of paper or a picture, there's glare on it because there's glass. So if you can introduce some originals, like little trinkets, objects that Jess was talking about, Mm -hmm. like in there, it kind of grabs you a little bit and pulls you in to then kind of discover the stuff that you can see up close in front of you. Yeah. So I, I love that. And I love, I love personalizing a gallery with stuff, not just pictures, but with objects that are special to, for you. Yeah. And it takes you back to that moment. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? 
Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand. To your um, hand, it's like slippery dolphin. Like your feet swishing around is so so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats, and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. I love that. Are you, are you okay with like some things having a glass and some things not like mm-hmm. typically like yeah. an oil painting, like you wouldn't put no. a glass on that? Yeah. So, so you're cool having like some, some yeah. with and some without. Yeah. This most recent one that Jess was talking about on the stairwell at that bottom triangle portion, she's, this client has just been collecting. They've been waiting to build this dream house for, you know, decades, years. And she's just collected art over and over the years, but there's some, she had some originals and she's had some that were like original on paper. And sometimes you don't want to put an original on paper face front with no glass. Cause that's not protecting it from your mm-hmm. dirty rotten children. So you have to put glass in front of it. Um, but I think the mix of it is good. And I loved when we were putting it, like assembling it. I like that she had some originals that were similar in different sizes. So that when I'm looking down at that, I can see commonalities with the texture of the brush strokes mm-hmm. on the art. I thought that that was really interesting. I think that that kind of creates that continuity of saying like, this is my style, you know, it's not yeah. just one. And kind of takes it from not being looking like a garage sale, like we were saying before. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Um, okay, so how do we put it together? Like, do we lay it out on the ground first? Do we start from the bottom, move up to the top? I don't know. I don't know what your method is. I don't know if I've done a gallery all with you before. I know how I think of it in my mind, but I'm curious for us to verbalize this. There's, been a, there's been a couple of them. If it's just on like on those gallery walls in Tahoe, like mm-hmm. we knew we had an art light. And we knew we wanted to start with like one center thing to kind of like ground it and then kind of build around it, yeah. you know, so that something was centered on that piece of art. So she had a piece from her father that she, he had painted. So that's what became the focus. And then we kind of built from there. And, but mm-hmm. then there's some that like, if you have a sofa line and chairs and things in a room and you're doing a gallery wall above there, you're kind of, kind of create a straight line. Oh yeah. So that's not dipping weird with the height of that sofa or your mm-hmm. chairs. So I like the, staying straight there but I think at eye level just always having something some larger things just to anchor your eye and then you can kind of pepper in the small things in between yeah what yeah so do you start with like in my mind I've only like you know I've done just a couple in my house but I always tend to start with the biggest Mm -hmm. piece and then kind of put things in around like do you would you say it's a good idea yeah I think so I start at eye level 
I, yeah. I could never start at the ground because I'm like, I want my finest, most favorite piece yeah. at my eye level where I'm going to see it. And then anything supporting actors can yeah, fall. Connie can be at the bottom. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Put it's her like, down there. It's like when you're writing on like a post-it note and you're like, and then all of a sudden you're getting smaller because you're like running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's totally. How I feel yeah. Down. Put the best and the favorite at your yeah. eye level and then graduate and move out from there, which yeah. is different than, you know, people, some people say, you know, start at the corner and move up and you're like, oh my gosh, how will we ever get our favorite? your piece where we want it. Oh, you'll be you searching know? for it. Yeah. I like the idea of starting eye level. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a good point too. Like when you're growing it, and that's the cool thing about gallery walls is it becomes this living growing thing that you can mm-hmm. add to, yeah, which is really beautiful. Or subtract from. Or subtract from. But I was just going to say, once it gets to a point, like there's some really beautiful moments in that sugar house one, mm-hmm. the sugar house. And like, you just kind of want to stop. Like mm-hmm. you don't want anything in that negative space because the wall needs that negative space. Yeah. It needs some white space to kind of go around those corners mm-hmm. and kind of carry your eye through the rest of the room. You just said a really interesting thing, Sue, around those corners. Bending a gallery wall Ugh, around a corner cool. is probably like our favorite gallery so wall trip yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, Sugar House has two of them that yep. bend around corners and it's just, so mind bending. It's beautiful. So cool. Would you do it inside corner as well or just like an outside corner? Does that, does that make inside sense? Corner. Inside um, corners both. are great. Yeah. And it kind of creates this kind of like tapered We've effect too. I've actually never done an outside corner. That's interesting. Yeah. Like Maybe we should try. two rooms that um, stairwell. So like right when you enter the stairs yeah. from the living room going up, it's on the short wall of the stairs and mm-hmm. then the long wall going oh, cool. up. Cool. Yeah. It's really rad. Super pretty. And then in a music room bending be, um, behind the piano and then bending around to the next wall mm-hmm. just like pulls you into the space yep. in such a pretty way it yeah. Is. yeah, to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's a great I piece. also yeah. think like the bigger pieces first makes sense. It's like, yeah. you know, rocks in a jar, you put the big ones in and then yeah. the little ones, Yeah, you know, to make sure they all fit. Yeah. And a couple, one thing that we did like for one of our recent installs is she had a lot of these pieces of art, like on a say 200 pieces of art that we had framed and had to try and figure out how are we going <laughs> to display all these yeah. But there were, they just all became, be, became too small that we had to add some larger pieces, you know, just that, that weren't part of her collection yet, but introduce like, you know, just some that would graduate her pieces from one to the other and give you larger context. So anyway, just remember, like if, if you're trying to use all of your things, that's awesome. But just know you might need to have someone help you grab some other beautiful pieces to just like anchor and get that big piece at eye level to then really, I don't know, celebrate your other pieces. Cause again, if they all become too small, you you can't focus. Yeah. That's good. Um, a quick word from, um, attitude. They are made from the world's uh, first clean bamboo fabric. Attitude sheets are softer than silk, sustainable as hemp, and they use 500 times less water than cotton sheets. They're silky soft they are a cooler way to sleep. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always looking for that cool pocket Amen. in my bed. I don't know what it is about not getting too hot, but I have nightmares, I swear. So um, they're a cooler way to sleep. They breathe, they're moisture wicking, they're hypoallergenic. Attitude sheets keep you comfortable all night long and they're better for the planet. I am sleeping right now with the attitude sheets and I love them. Love the temperature, the appearance, the quality, the softness. I'm sleeping better. And I also feel good because I'm reducing the environmental impact. Right now, you guys can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash dear Alice spelled E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com 
slash Dear Alice, that um, this is Etitude's best offer. So don't wait. It's only for a limited time. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at Etitude.com slash Dear Alice. Okay, let's talk a little bit about um, favorite gallery wall items. So you talked about like the little tea sets. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one thing that we've done a lot recently is the scarf. Yeah. Beautiful. I know at Rachel Parcells, when you walk in her front door, she has a huge Hermes wool scarf. Beautiful. And it's probably, if I was guessing, like mm, 60 by 60. It's huge. And then has a linen backing and then framed. And it's such stunning. It's such a stunning piece. And then I know in um, uh, the beautiful project in Highland that just got featured in El Decor, Spain. Yes. She has a lot of beautiful um, fashion scarves. Yeah, she had a lot, of, a lot of Gucci like scarves. Three, right? At least. Four, at least. I think there's more like four or five. Yeah. Just around the house because she just, she loves fashion. Mm-hmm. She loves Gucci. So she just has had these scarves. And so when she's like had this idea we kind of showed her some stuff we showed her rachel's and just this idea of getting textiles on the wall she just loved it and she had some of the inventory already yeah to share at eye level and it's so pretty because it's soft even though it's in a frame and it just kind of i don't know changes up the composition mm-hmm. so everything's hard yeah i love so, that i yeah. love a scarf framed you do that with grandma's scarves yes scarves from your travels um i just think it's so beautiful yeah. and feminine and definitely can work as art. Um, vinyl records, Corey, you're a musician. Yes. Have you ever framed a vinyl record? Um, I've never framed, but they, like I have a couple like vinyl record, like holders that kind of just like hang on the wall. But I, I would, I do want to frame some mm-hmm. from my house for my music room. I have like a couple of things I need to do for it, but I'm like, the way that I work is I kind of just get everything that I want to do. And then in one day I kind of just like put it all up. My mind just works best that way, uh-huh. collecting and then doing it all rather than yeah. like, I'm going to hang this up. And then two weeks later, you know, you're a guy so, that completes things. Yeah. I, I tried to be. finish your project. I, I yeah, finisher. So, yes. And there's just some guitars. Unfortunately, this was going to be a something that I said earlier, but sometimes I get in like the mindset of like, I have it, therefore it needs to be displayed. Mm-hmm. And some of the guitars I have are like, not great. So I'm like, I want to narrow down to the ones that like, I feel that my room can't live without, um, or that I want to see every single day or need to be displayed. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that's like a good point just cause you have, it doesn't need to mean doesn't, or you it's been in your house for X amount of years. Doesn't mean it has to go on the wall. Sometimes you can retire things, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We framed wedding shoes. Yes, I yeah. love wedding and, shoes. In an acrylic box. And that's so beautiful and so special. We designed a closet too where we're, we're going to frame her wedding dress, Angie's, mm, and yes. in this big acrylic box. So if you have, again, these special moments, that's such a beautiful, beautiful yeah. way to celebrate it because otherwise it sits in a closet. Definitely. We got asked by another client who's actually the husband that was like, can we please frame her dress? Yeah. Like just, that's he just cutest. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think it's just like such a beautiful. Um, just like remembrance Reminder, of your commitment yeah. and that love and you know, how perfect that beautiful day was. I so yeah. we also had a client in Vegas. She had a bunch of like things for her parents had traveled a lot, I think. And so, and they would send her back like these little dolls and things. And so we framed 
those like from Egypt and Mexico and just all these like just darling primitive looking dolls, but just like the sweetness of them with a lot floating on a lot of linen Mm -hmm. with them. The appropriate frame is just a really, again, that's a memory. These are all about capturing memories. Totally. And also when we go to market, um, we grab antique hand knotted little prayer rugs and they're, they're probably like only, I don't know, 18 inches by maybe two and a half feet. 30 inches, um, just small enough to kneel on. And that's something that they did in the old days, you know, um, just right by their bed, they would have a prayer rug. And those are beautiful frames, those textiles and the the chunkiness of it and the handmade quality of it. Mm. Just really beautiful. So lots of, lots of things that you guys can frame. It doesn't just have to be a photograph. Do you get like when... Do you guys get stuff framed locally, artistic wholesale? Is that where you would go here or where? That's one That's one good place just like for designers and wholesale accounts. Artistic is great. I have a couple framers that I love. Mm-hmm. I just go to locally. If, yeah. if someone like, do you get like, why would you frame that? Like from, like when you take no. weird stuff in or in people fact, are like cool with that? In fact, when I was at Palm Springs mm-hmm. this last time, we got, I got this like rad, just the biggest like vintage necklace from Mexico mm. with all these crazy hand painted beads. And anyway, it's so, so cool that I have at Ashby's right now. And, mm. and he's like, yeah, I'll figure out something, but he loves those projects. If you find a real artist, like artist framer, like they'll be all about it. Another thing I got, um, that's one of my favorites I had framed was from J. Kirk Richards. He's a um, religious artist here locally. And he did this like hundred dollar art show in Springville. And he did like just these like little clay depictions like of, of Christ's face, but they're very like loose and mm. they're beautiful because it's not so in your face, but it's still very reverent and lovely. And so I took that to my framer too. And he, and again, if you trust your framer and he's really great, he made the most beautiful frame, no glass on it, of course, but just built it like it was a relic, mm. you know, and the frame kind of pays like so intaglio. much homage. What? Yeah. Kind of like an intaglio. Yes. It's like a relief clay. almost. Yeah. yeah. So pretty. Anyway, but the frame, like it was beautiful before, but the fact that I framed it, like made it so much more, mm-hmm. I think, just special, symbolic, important. Yeah. And so when you do take these little things and honestly, like it had fallen before and we had glued it. And like, so, I mean, it had fractures mm-hmm. and stuff, but it became part of the art. Mm-hmm. And I love it so much. And it's just on this kind of like big wall, but because of its smaller size, it just shows its reverence and like how special the piece is. So I think just, again, those pieces that you've been like toting around for years and years that are special, it's worth getting them framed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. Um, okay. Common mistakes. Um, let's talk about it. So drill anything that has glass for certain so that that won't come off the wall. Um, Others, you can use command strips if they're not too heavy. Um, Another one is to measure, measure, measure. I see sometimes the girls hanging things in the showroom. I'm like, oh no, there's six holes in the wall now because they're just trying to freestyle. And so if you... If you are in a rental, maybe that's okay. <laughs> but if you own your Toothpaste, home, I guess. Uh, for sure. I think. <laughs> Toothpaste? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Corey's idea to uh, measure the first hole and then level off the second is a really great idea. Um, let's see. Too high. I think that's probably oh, the most common mistake. Biggest we defender. See. Yeah. yeah. 
100%. Tell your story about the professional yeah. art hanger you used. In DC, we used a professional art hanger and he was a tall fellow, just a Kramer of a thing. And he was just, he hung one large piece in this home. And I was like, that's, that's too high. And he's like, oh, it's a 60 inch. I'm like, what do you mean 60 inches? And he said that from, for average, all the homes that he would do from the floor to the center of the piece of art, he puts it at 60 inches. So that sits at 60 and I was just like, I don't like 60. 60 is <laughs> not my height. And so he dropped it to 59, then 58. It wasn't until I got to 57. I'm like, that's my magic number. 57 from the floor to the center of the art Sue, is 57. I'm like five, between five, four, five, five. But I think like, I feel like you and I, like we agree and you're five, eight. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. I, I think it's just a good height mm-hmm. to not get it too high. He's a tall man. Yours is 57. So, 57 okay. to the center of the art. I don't know what art. it is about, like, if you go get a pedicure from somewhere, for some reason, they always hang the art up near the ceiling. It's like so far beyond anybody's eye level. It's mm-hmm. the craziest thing. Yeah. I want to know more about their culture. Vietnamese, um, you know, a lot of those Vietnamese, Chinese places, yeah. but maybe it's so precious. But usually they're just posters that are framed of more fingernails. And maybe it's to see I would it, just like, say it's most people. I just, think it's just in general, most humans yeah. hang them too high. Totally. That's and I don't okay. know if it's because they don't like things like interrupting composition. So if there's like, someone's going to walk past that. So when they walk past that, I won't be able to see the art. <laughs> and so yeah. do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know either. Or if you have lamps or things, people are always like, mm-hmm. but you're going to cover up the art. If you, you have a lamp right there and there's a tree over there and you're just like, it's okay. It's part of the composition and it's supposed to be at eye level. Yeah. We're supposed to appreciate it at eye level. For sure. So. Yeah. Maybe it's like a castle and a hill thing. If you put it up here, everybody can see it's it precious. from far. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a sister-in-law who's like four feet. She's so little. My in-laws are so little, but her husband's taller. And so bless him. Like he hangs everything so tall. And I'm like, Allie, can you like, what's, what do you read me the five letters <laughs> on the top row of that? And she's like, uh. anyway, it's just, it's such a party foul. Yeah, for sure. It's a, so first amateur move when it comes to gallery walls it's you know you're gonna the whole wall's gonna be full of art for the most part so or you know a good portion of the center or something but i one of the questions from the listeners is do you hang everything at once or slowly add to it what if i want to switch out a piece and i I do think the gallery wall is a living breathing thing that you can continue to add to so i would sort of eye level and then go out from there in each direction. And then, yeah, of course you're going to have room for your travels and more pictures and more moments that you want to, you know, forever freeze in time on that wall. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of depending on your pace, if you're like Corey, you're not going to want to just hang one of the pieces. Mm -hmm. You're going to want to wait till you have a few to kind of occupy the space. But Mm -hmm. how do you feel, excuse me, about like, let's say there's a console on the wall that you're doing this on, there's lamps and stuff are you cool to like have pieces behind the lamps and maybe like layer a couple of, yeah, but that's, you know, if there was something on the console, then something hanging on the wall too. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's just the composition. Hopefully you have like good matting so that you're not covering up all Art. of like this one little piece, right? Mm-hmm. You have, it's floating on a large piece of mat. So you do capture what you're trying to frame. So, but yeah, I don't think I would be scared to overlap. Two, really we're not quick, scared. Two really quick questions that I have that probably were, should have been asked earlier, but the spacing between oh good question uh between like do you want to be consistent with that um yeah like and if so is there a, like a magic number for it i kind of like i kind of like the the bigger pieces all being consistent yeah. you might have an odd shape like an oval in the middle of it so obviously you're not going to have um uniform 
in between, but it's like usually an inch and a half or an inch in between. It's a lot tighter than people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, especially on a gallery wall, if we just have like a series, like something one on top of another, mm-hmm. it's usually like I'll go two inches, mm-hmm. but that's usually my max. Yeah. But yeah, I so agree. Inch to two inches. Mm-hmm. Second question is if you, you want like, when we were talking about dim- dimension, as far as depth, uh, widths of frames, mm-hmm. like, do you want differences in yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah. The yeah. one thing I like is, um, even if it's a slim frame, I like a deep profile. Amen. Yeah. I think that's, that's the magic because it just, I don't know. It just comes out of the wall further. It looks more sophisticated. Mm-hmm. It's more substantial. When too. it's like too close to the wall and the frame's too thin, then it's just like, oh, I gotta, like the I gotta buy ones. something different. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the yeah. plastic ones that are gonna start to warp. You For know, sure. from the eighties. Yeah. yeah, don't do those. If you buy cheap, you're gonna buy twice. Yep. So just Try get it once. right the first time. <laughs> yeah. And then what about profiles? Like, do you if are you like you can have some that are more just like ornate, and then some that are more. Plain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're complementing to each other. Yeah. So yeah, I think it. I don't know. It can celebrate the piece. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love framing art for the piece that it is. Like where you got that, you know. So it kind of plays homage mm-hmm. to that. If you have a good frame or two, he'll, they'll feel it um, just as much as you will. They'll put different frames next mm-hmm. to it. You'll be like, "That's the one." Mm-hmm. It just makes the whole thing sing. And yeah. so yeah. And I would go like when you mentioned like artistic. They're great, but you have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. If you, so like listeners, if you, you don't know what you're doing and you want this to be successful, find a gallery, you know, if, whether it's Framebridge or what, whatever look you're going for, or if you can find a trusted framer from a friend that you like their, their style, yes. go find your framer. Mm-hmm. I think that'll make all the difference. I think again, my house isn't huge, but my art's great mm-hmm. and the frames are great. And so therefore it feels great. You know, so yeah. So like a wholesale type of place, you're going to have to come with the knowledge and the ideas. But if you find someone who's like a framing artist, someone mm-hmm. that like that's their passion, find they can artist. guide you yeah. through that. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. I feel like everybody has an interior designer or knows of an interior designer. Yeah. So if you ask them who their favorite framer is, they'll send you a contact and then you can use them and mm-hmm. always be on the hunt. I think Sue, um, you know, ran into this great guy that hand carves his frames and does a really special job. He can do rounded corners and he really makes the frame for the piece. That's super rare. I hadn't ever heard mm-hmm. of it until this guy. And he's a guy that framers would go and take things to, to really custom compose That's a special, awesome. special frame. So, um, so she's got a couple guys that one that does great in like acrylics and, you know, and can hang rug on the rugs on the wall and yeah. all sorts of fun tricks. I like paper goods again. Like I'm not going to take those to my other guy cause he does originals. Yeah. So he's not yeah. going to deal with glass and matting. Yeah, so. that's right. He won't have that. It is arsenal. And I think matting, if you're going to use matting, I think the fabric mats are the way to go. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So the linens or the silks, the slubby silks with the really deep, thick profiles and then your piece set in there, the whole thing has a lot more depth and interest and it feels super precious. Yeah. And I don't stack mats. No. So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't and don't use colored mats. mats. No. Yeah. Just natural off whites or whites or whatever yeah. looks best with the piece. Is stacking mats like where they're literally just stacked on each other and it makes a wider. Think of a diploma. <laughs> yes. How they would naturally frame a diploma. It's like the colors of the university where it's yeah. like 
the university's colors are blue and red. So it's like mm. a blue mat. And then underneath her comes a red mat. And you can see like a quarter inch of the red mat. And then the way that they miter the mat, you see like the white edge. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you see red, white, and blue all mm. coming toward your diploma. And Got then it's like patriotic framed thing. in cherry wood. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <Coffinous>. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for don't sure. do it. Oh. oh, good times. Okay. Well, one last really quick word from Etitude. Um, they've been so great to work with. And um, if you want to try their bedding with their 30 night sleep trial, if you're not completely satisfied, you can return it for a full refund. So right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash dear Alice. It's spelled E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash dear Alice. This is Attitude's best offer, but don't wait. It's only for a limited time. Uh, order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash dear Alice. And remember, Thanks. bamboo is better in bed. Oh, so much better <laughs> in bed. That silky hand. Yep. It like drapes a dolphin. beautifully. Oh, I like, like the word dolphin. dolphin. Maybe dolphin. Mm -hmm. Yes, bamboo Go is attitude. better in bed. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And um, if you have any questions for our podcast, please feel free to send them to Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And we'll catch you next time. Want to know what it's like to become an Alice Lane Insider? Our insiders get exclusive discounts and offers. They find out about restocked or new items first. They have early access to shop our sales and receive Dear Alice podcast updates and special tips from Jess. Plus, you'll receive a birthday gift each year and so much more. We love our insider community and we're welcoming more with open arms. Uh, to join the insiders, go to alicelanehome.com, scroll down to the bottom and sign up. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 